relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. This episode of the America First podcast with me, Sebastian Gorka, is brought to you by Franklin Armory. Shop freedom, quality, and innovation at franklinarmory.com. Franklin Armory, we are facilitators of freedom. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent... A new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. I have a dream to do. Ask not. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... is America First with Sebastian Gorka. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, and I'm delighted to welcome our special guest host, Jim Hansen. Hey, folks, I am delighted to be sitting in Seb's chair today because I got to tell you, if we were watching a dystopian movie, I don't think anybody even in Hollywood would have the stones to make such a deranged set of cultural references as we have unfolding in real time in front of us right now. Now, I'm not going to open with Kanye in a gimp mask, although I know you are dying to talk about Kanye in a gimp mask on InfoWars with Alex Jones talking about Hitler. Nah, we got better things going on. We'll get to him. We'll get to him because he's crazy and crazy sells these days. And that's what we're going to talk about is how craziness has taken over America because there is no normal anymore. But I want to talk about somebody who is doing positive disruption right now. I want to talk about my man, Elon Musk. All right. And I'm, I'm not a fanboy in the pathetic, oh, anything Elon does is brilliant. And, and I un, you know, thoughtfully will do whatever it is because you're not putting a chip in my head, brother. OK, that ain't happening. But the rest of the stuff he's been doing over the past couple of months has been a master class on disruptive change. He, there's a thing that in the military fighter pilots called the OODA loop, observe, orient, decide, act, O-O-D-A. And what it means is if you're doing the top gun thing and you're flying behind the guy and you can observe, orient your plane, decide what to do and act 
faster than the other guy, you can kill him. And Elon has been slaying people. He's been Snoopy killing the Red Dragon or the Red Baron. Um, Bottom line, everything he's done that people have immediately gone, oh, my God, Elon's going to destroy Twitter. He, he bought it to destroy it because he's just a crazy billionaire. He's going to fire everyone and there'll be no one left at Twitter to work. Well, guess what? Every time they say he's going to destroy Twitter and he's going to break it, what happens? About a week later, everybody's going, wow, that went kind of well. huh? Twitter, how many people did they need to go ahead and operate the bird app? Apparently not 7,500 woke losers like they had. It seems like they maybe needed a couple thousand. So the 5,000 people that Elon chased out of that building, what were they doing? I think we all know what they were doing. They were shutting us down. And guess what? Good riddance to woke rubbish. They're gone. The bird app still works. They're making it better. Right. Every day he's coming out with new things that are going to happen. And every day the usual suspects like, oh, my God, they took the ban off saying crazy things about covid. Yeah. You know why? Because the government propaganda on covid was the actual disinformation and all the people that the woke tools banned for telling the truth have now been proven right. So, of course, that ban is coming off on COVID misinformation because it's not coming from the Twitter users. People have a right to question authority, to question what you guys in the deep state and the woke world call the facts, the science. Well, guess what? None of that is definitive. None of that gets to stand with with us just, oh, we're meek, mild little sheep. We'll go and accept it. Of course, Dr. Fauci, we'll wear our masks and we'll take your unproven vaccine. Don't worry about it. No, that's not the way this country works. We were founded on individual liberty, freedom of speech, all of those things. And guess what? They're making a comeback. We're making a comeback. And that's the nice thing. Elon is giving us the first place online in the past 10 years where our ideas are going to be allowed to compete on a level playing field. And God bless him for that, because that's why we're getting killed. They're getting the kids are getting indoctrinated in schools. All the major media outlets tell the same lies in unison, just as they come down from the Ministry of Truth. They spew their garbage. And most people don't have the time to look through all that and find the truth. So there have to be places where ideas can fairly be tested and people can say, okay, here, we got two competing ideas. One is we've got a pandemic, so we'll blindly follow the government idea, ram a quick vaccine through without testing it on much of anything, and then force everyone to get jabbed. Or we've got the other side that says, I heard of this thing called herd immunity, which has been the way in combination mostly with vaccines that almost every major illness on earth has been conquered. So some people don't take the vaccine. Some people do. And God weeds out the weak. They die. And the rest of us make people who can survive whatever the pandemic was. It's been going on since time immemorial. But oh, no, no, no. We can't do that now. Natural immunity all of a sudden went right out the window. Well, all of those things 
questioning how elections are run and why horrible things seem to be happening in our elections these days. That's legal. It's always been legal. We're just going to not punish people for it. And, and basically calling people out for saying that all white people are racist. You can do that. Saying that men can't get pregnant. You can do that because they can't. All of those things need to be in play. And now... We've at least got one place where they're going to be. Now, the, the fight's not over, all right? They're going to take you know, shots at him, and they're going to try and beat us at this every step of the way. They're demonizing the idea of advertising on Twitter as if somehow, you know, that, that oh, you can't advertise because somebody might say something mean to a transsexual. Well, guess what? The people who do things like that and the people who see that still buy products. We are at least half of the customer base for every major corporation in this country. And we need to remind them of that. We need to tell them that, hey, if you want to go ahead and play those games like Disney did and like uh, Governor DeSantis shut them down, we will make you pay. So it's time. Rise up. All right. We got a little momentum. Midterms weren't what we wanted. I get it. I was pretty chafed about that and we're going to kick the gop the rnc all the losers who failed to win uh in the bucks for that we're going to make it better but we got to take the advantage we have right now which is finally getting a chance to speak freely and take advantage of it so it's not just twitter we have to do it everywhere the idea that you're going to be cowed by the woke mob and cave to them and pander and worry about what people will say about you or think needs to end. All right. They cannot shut all of us down. And it's, it's James Lindsay said it in his, in his woke, excuse me, his manifesto for the based. He said, the more of us who stand up and go ahead and, you know, go, don't cave to the mob, the less risk there is for everybody. If it's just one dude then you're going to get shot down. You're going to get culled. If it's all of us, they can't shut us down. Well, right now, Elon is leading the way. And kudos. So I, I want to hear what you guys think about this. So I'm going to throw up the phone number. It's 833-33-GORKA, 833-334-6752. I want to talk to you. I want to talk, and I want to talk to you about what you're going to talk about. Because this is, a, this is the game. It's, it's an information war, and we've been losing it for decades. They've got control of too many of the organs of indoctrination, you know, and in both the elementary and, and higher education. They own the media, minus a few places like this, you know, Fox News still. You know, there's places where you get a different version, but not enough. It's up to us the no longer gonna be silent majority to go ahead and bring this to the streets. So get rowdy, get riled up, talk smack because you're allowed to. That's the game. Get based as my book will tell you to do. It's a, it's a thing. It means you will not do not tread on me or I will kick back at you. That's the attitude we got to take into this. And uh, I'm telling you, I am happy as a clam that Elon is leading the way. And the rest of us can go ahead and get in the game and at least have, have a chance. Not a chance. We're going to defeat the woke mob. That's the game we got. Uh, this is Jim Hansen. Like I said, 833-33-GORKA. Give us a call. We'll talk next segment. I want to hear what you're saying because America comes first.
Whether it's the regular Hellcat or whether it's the compensated RDP with that miniature red dot, I love them all. How did it take so long to invent a factory compensated subcompact 9mm? Well, guess what? Springfield did it, and I'm a huge fan, and I'm Sebastian Gorka. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory is still the smallest, highest capacity micro compact in the world. Available in standard or optics ready configurations, class leading capacity of the Hellcat gives you 11 plus 1 with the standard magazine and 13 plus 1 with the included extended mag. The definitive concealed carry pistol is here. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory gives you the capacity to defend. Welcome back to America First with our very special guest, Uncle Jimbo. It's Jim Hansen. Hey, folks. We're back and glad to be joined by John Schweppe of the American Principles Project, who I love to talk to when we're talking about anything online and speech related. And, John, I got to tell you, man, I'm having a lot of fun with Elon kicking over all the conference tables, you know, wrecking people's rice bowls, just basically playing the disruptor that he likes to, but I think in a very effective way. What's your take? Yeah, no, we've been talking about this for months. You know, once he finally took over, Mm -hmm. was he actually going to follow through on this? And, uh, you know, there's some worrying things early when he was talking about, you know, conversations with the ADL and all these other groups. Uh, But he's been wonderful. And, you know, I think obviously he has his limits. He's not truly a free speech absolutist. He Mm -hmm. doesn't want Alex Jones on the platform. You know, there's things like that. Uh, But really, you know, he sees that Twitter interfered in the 2020 election. He's said as much. And he wants to make sure that that doesn't happen again. And I think it's Mm. great. And so, you know, conservatives should be pretty happy with this. You know, the hope is that this will actually affect some of the other platforms and really, you know, strengthen free speech online without any government involvement, which would be pretty cool. And and that's the whole point. We are conservatives. We don't want to have to use the government. But we had monopolies. And we had a use of those monopolies to advance a partisan political agenda in a way that was fundamentally damaging our constitutional republic. And now there's a there's a crack in the dam. And I think you're right. The idea he went to Apple and, you know, he had a showdown with Tim Cook Mm -hmm. and Timmy backed down. You know, I think the same things in play right now with Google. You know, because Elon's saying, and I think here's what I think he's doing with this, will I release the the Hunter Biden and the election interference stuff? I think he's pressuring the Biden administration on two fronts. One, and the other tech companies. One, he knows he's got dirt on them because all his guys were talking to them too. It was coordinated, so there was collusion. And second, he wants the Biden administration to help him out with Europe. Because mm-hmm. the Euros are wanting to, to use their hate speech garbage and, and censorship game on him. And he wants the Americans to stand up to the Euros on that in both cases. Yeah, I think he's, you know, very similar to Trump in that respect. He's a shrewd negotiator, mm-hmm. right? And I think he made a very calculated play to appeal to the right to kind of get his, you know, fans that'll stand him and defend him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also negotiating with these other guys, and I think he's very smart about that. And so I think the key thing will be, look, number one, this is good for free speech. We should applaud it and continue to encourage Elon to, to go down the road he is. But number two, we also have to recognize, like, this happened before, 
It can happen again. We shouldn't say, okay, we're done. We don't need to pass Section 230 or do any of these things. We still need to prepare as if it's going to happen again. But, you know, hopefully pressure these companies and, and get them to do the right thing for free speech and fair elections. So my view on that is if you run a business that provides a service that you offer freely to all Americans based on, you know, with no discriminating factors, at some size level, you become some version of a common carrier. Yeah. And we can argue about what the size is, a million customers, I don't care. You know, thumb wrestle the details over. That's what we hire people to do. But basically the idea is we can't have giant corporations deciding they will or will not provide a service based on whether they like what you say or think if it's not illegal. Right. And we have plenty of precedent for that. Lots of industries are common carriers right now. It would make sense that a communications media would be that as well. And, and, and that's, look, ultimately, I, one of the things I stress to my liberal friends who are really worried about misinformation, you know, we talk about it. Some of this, like, really extreme racist stuff, whatever, when it's out in the light and it gets debunked and people push back on it, the, the racists don't look very good. That's what we should want. We should want a free public square where we can debunk the bad ideas and promote the best ones. And I think that's what we're going to get on Twitter, hopefully. And the idea being, okay, if you shut down the the evil speech, no one sees it. They don't stop talking. Right. They just form smaller little right. cells, and they hatch their plots in private with themselves and their friends, the feds, who are you know, in almost every one of these circles. But if they're in public, you made the, the point that matters. They can be ridiculed. They can be mocked. They can be debunked. They can be exposed for the mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging, troglodyte tools that they are. Right. And that's better. Right. You know, isn't that But Every time there's a Nazi rally anywhere in America, you know, there's 10 Nazis and 10,000 counter-protesters. Right. And that's good. That's healthy. You know, it's not that anyone is promoting or allowing that. It's not like they're going to gain traction with their crazy ideas. They're going to look like idiots. No, without going down this road. I mean, you look at Kanye right now, who's losing it online, losing it on these shows, went on Tim Pool, went on Alex Jones today. He's doing anti-Semitism a big disfavor here, right? Mm -hmm. Because ultimately it's showing that it's skin deep, it's very stupid, and most Americans who see this stuff are going to think that. And so, again, you put this stuff out in the public when it's dumb, when it's not true, when it's you know laughable. People make fun of it, and then it gets suppressed by, you know, through the free market of ideas. So in the free market of advertising, what's Elon going to do now? He's got a a challenge, and and it's somewhat self-inflicted and properly that advertisers are looking at going, but I don't want to be next to that. And that's fair. Look at Balenciaga, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, you don't want your advertising to be killing your brand. So you need to be able to now make a pitch to advertisers that says... We're going to keep enough of an eye on this, but not going to throttle free speech. Can he, can Elon walk that walk? It's going to be tough. I mean, obviously, especially since these advertisers are being pressured by woke leftists, you know, attracting attention to this stuff. But I think what Elon really has to focus on is illegal content. And he's been doing that, right? So a lot of these advertisers are out there saying, well, now we're going to pull our stuff from Twitter. Well, Twitter actually had a pre-existing problem, not just with pornography, but with child pornography. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, now Elon's really trying to rid the platform of that. He should use the bully pulpit and expose them for that. Oh, you're going to complain about speech but you didn't care you were advertising happily here when there's child pornography that's pretty messed up 
Well, and that's, that's, I think, part of the game he plays is he's always got cards in his hand because he's got all the receipts. Right. He is the ownership. I mean, uh, Jack Posobiec said it yesterday. He said, Elon bought a crime scene. <laughs> all right. And he's got everything. Yeah. And he can use that. And I think, to your point, if he wants to go ahead and say, okay, I'll have, if I, he said he, he would shame the advertisers. And he should. You know, and, and I think having those kind of things and saying, you're, this is a picture of your content next to some pretty heinous stuff when Jack Dorsey was running things mm-hmm. and you didn't seem to care. Um, all right, we're talking with John Schweppe, Director of Policy for the American Principles Project. Um, after the break, we're going to dig into the larger issues of our tech economy and how we can work all that together. This is Jim Hansen. We're doing America First Radio. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, my buddy, the inventor and CEO, wants to give back to my listeners. The Percal bedsheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly $89.98, but now for you, just $39.98 with your listener promo. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percal sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. It's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-829-8468, promo code Gorka, or just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio list of square, and plug in G-O-R-K-A. That's 1-800-829-8468, or MyPillow.com, code Gorka. Welcome back to America First with our very special guest, Uncle Jimbo. It's Jim Hansen. I am Jim Hansen, and we are talking to John Schweppe from American Principles Project. And we're, we're trying to figure out what the landscape is for our online and tech world coming up. And I guess I'm curious, the, the idea now that both you know, Apple and Google have been involved in censorship to help the Chinese government oppress their people, I think is an area that Elon exploited to get Tim Cook to back down. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that was one of those weak spots. He's like, I've got a cards. You know, and it's not like Elon's hands are clean. Tesla's dirty with China ties, too. Right. All right, so he's got that. But I think he, I can picture him sitting across from Cook and saying, do you really want to go down this path, my brother? <laughs> you know, do you want me to point out the stuff I know from the Chinese about what you're doing with them? And I think there's a there's a game to be played now, given the Chinese protests and given our need to build a new American economy and talk about you know bringing stuff back offshore. Can we pressure companies to do things in America that they're now doing with China and leave China as a marketplace 
not our primary manufacturing facility. Well, we should do that. It'd be tremendously popular. And if Biden was smart, he'd make that a part of his agenda. So he won't. So he won't, uh, because obviously they love China. But, you know, this is really important. I mean, again, you hinted at it, but what Apple did, you know, there was this airdrop feature that was really benefiting the protesters over there. And Apple acted on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party to suppress that and prevent people from using it. I mean, that's really nasty stuff right right they should be called before congress and really have to answer for that and so i think congress you you listening yeah yeah so i i think you know we need to have an anti-china the republicans need to have a pretty aggressive anti-china policy but we have to recognize our tech companies are in bed with china Mm -hmm. and we have to push against them for that as well and and apple's the worst actor actually on that 100 percent. and okay so does that mean incentives i mean there are obviously ways we can both punish chinese tech companies Mm -hmm. and benefit u.s companies if they bring it home we need jobs you know we need we need a new tech economy where we're not just the ones moving information around we're actually moving hardware around and building it the internet of things all of these things that are coming together I, i don't see why we can't suck it up a little bit pay a little bit more in the short term and build stuff here it's probably got to be a, a mix of carrots and sticks, but mm-hmm. i got to be honest, we've been treating our tech companies very nicely for a long time, so I'm pretty fond of sticks. And I think, you know, when it comes to <laughs> Apple and Google especially, you know, given what they do domestically with the App Store and how they mm-hmm. really rig the game against small businesses and app developers, I think we need to pass legislation to really come down hard on them on it. Let's. Well, that's the, that's the solution. You know, we've offered you guys a lot of friendliness, but um, maybe a few tax breaks if you bring some manufacturing home. But stop playing nice with the Chicoms. They're bad guys. This is Jim Hansen. We've been talking with John Schweppe, Director of Policy, American Principles Project. They do great work. Check them out. We'll be back after the break with some good news for people damaged by January 6th, a great uh, group that's raising money for them. Back after the break. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. This is America First, and I'm delighted to welcome our special guest host, Jim Hansen. Hey, folks, welcome back. And I am thrilled right now to be joined by someone who is doing the work that too few people have taken on in a a time where we have people in need. Um, Her name is Cynthia Hughes. 
She runs the Patriot Freedom Project, and they are raising money to help the people in the gulag and all of those who have been attacked by the abuse of power by our deep state. And I want to welcome you to the show, Cynthia. Thank you for having me, Jim. It's nice to see you. And, and I greatly appreciate the fact you've got a fundraiser tonight that I'm going to, <laughs> and I can't wait to see you there. Um, but you're taking time out of that to talk to us. And I wanted to make sure that everybody who listens to America First Radio can hear the need and also hopefully reach in their pockets and, and donate some money to help. My, my wife, Samantha, says this all the time. Where is the money to take care of our side like the left has for their team? If anybody, you get a bunch of rioters and looters, you got the vice president, future vice president of the United States begging for money for them. Where's the people doing that on our side? And she's sitting right there on the other side of this conversation. So tell us, tell us about, about what you need to help these people. So, um, you know, I've had the honor um, of meeting a ton of the families that are affected by, you know, January 6th. Uh, I've met, you know, mothers, I've met wives. Um, this week, I have several of the families here in uh, D.C. Uh, that are coming to the fundraiser tonight. And I was just with them yesterday with all of their babies. And let me tell you, Jim, it's very, very, it, it gives you a lot of perspective. Um, makes you realize that uh, whatever problems you think you have, they're small in comparison. When you hear a three-year-old daughter on the phone with her daddy asking him, when is he coming home? Um, the community that I've created here for these families and seeing the interaction with these women is so humbling. Um, it, it just brings joy to my heart. Uh, it, it's amazing. You're going to see it for yourself tonight. Um, the way they help each other, the way they comfort each other, who's helping, uh, you know, with what child, who's changing a diaper, who's, you know, making a bottle. Um, they were cooking dinner together, hugging each other. Um, but listening to the children of these men that are behind bars is heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And the country needs to know what is going on besides, uh, you know, the talk about what's going on at the D.C. jail. It is so much bigger than the 18 men that are left in the D.C. jail. We have multiple J6 uh, detainees uh, spread around this country in different jails and we have a lot of collateral damage, and that is the wife and the children. Well, I God bless you for, for taking this on. I wish, I wish this wasn't a problem. I wish this, the word gulag to be used in the United States of America is a disgrace, but to call it anything less is unfair. But as you point out, the people in the gulag are suffering, and, and not to diminish that, but all of them have, as you mentioned, families, friends, and issues trying to keep their lives together as the government uses its jackboot to kind of crush their spirit. And I think in this case, we can say it's great, you know, for the, the families to help each other and change diapers and do all that, but we need people to step up and actually give some money. So tell them how they can do that, because let's, let's not even pussyfoot around this. That's important. It is important. It's very important. You have a lot of women who, you know, have had to step up in the absence of their husband who've lost income that are working, you know, two jobs or they're working overtime, you know, so these children haven't lost just 
you know, one parent, they've kind of lost two because, you know, mom is filling in for the gap. You know, you have teenage boys that are also working to help mom pay some bills. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of collateral damage and we need to raise money and we need to continue to help these, you know, these families keep their heads above water. Um, you know, paying mortgage, paying rent, paying a utility bill. We have Christmas coming up in a few weeks. Um, you know, I met with one of the boys yesterday. He's a teenage boy um, of of some of, of a man that was just recently sentenced to eight years in prison. Um, this young boy, you could see, is you know he's he's struggling. He's struggling without his father. Um, and I asked him, what what is it that would help you right now in in this struggle? And he said, Well, I love playing the guitar. I would love to take guitar lessons. We have to make sure that happens. Because without a man in the home with these kids, you know, there could there could be more fallout and more collateral damage. So the more money we raise, the more we can do to help these kids and their their families. And of course, we have to continue to help the guys that are in jail. We have to support our lawyers. We have great lawyers on these cases, and we need to continue to build that. Um, so if you visit the PatriotFreedomProject.com, that's PatriotFreedomProject.com, you could see all the ways that you can assist uh, our, 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 our efforts. Okay, so now I... We both know Julie Kelly. She is one of my, she was a great American. She is probably the greatest investigative journalist in this country right now. And, and the work she's done to illuminate what has been done to these defendants and, and the people who have been uh, charged and overcharged and re-overcharged and you know, pushed and scared into taking plea deals for crimes they didn't commit. A lot of them had to take those plea deals because they didn't think they could afford. They couldn't risk taking a, a chance on, on a trial or anything, and they didn't have the money to pay the lawyers they'd need anyhow. So that's one of the things we can help with as well, right? They can help pay for lawyers so the people who didn't commit the crimes they're charged with don't have to take a plea deal because they, they're scared and, and don't have any other alternative. Yeah, we, we, you know, we have a great legal defense fund here with Patriot Freedom Projects. Um, several of the lawyers that we work with will be, you know, present tonight here at the fundraiser, um, you know, coming out to support our efforts. I have a great relationship with a lot of these lawyers. Um, we have financially helped many of the lawyers on many cases. Um, and, and, and I'm not trying to take away from the heartache and the pain that we have seen in the D.C. jail. Lord knows I know. My nephew was there for 22 months. Um, he lived in solitary confinement. I know what he went through. I know what all of these men have gone through there. But it's bigger than the D.C. jail. I mean, you have over 100 people that are behind bars, and you have 1,000 people at this point, you know, arrested, charged, and indicted in this. And, you know, there are some good public defenders, but not many. And we need to assemble more lawyers, and we need to put more of our own lawyers on these cases. And to do that, we need to raise money. You know, a lot of these lawyers are, are taking on these cases at reduced rates as it is, but it, these cases are very involved. I mean, you're, you're, you're talking, you know, researchers and, uh, you, know, um, you know, expert witnesses and, you know, more, you know, a lawyer is going to need, you know, multiple paralegals. We really need to raise funds to help these great lawyers continue to help the families and, uh, and to keep going with this. This DOJ is far from done, um, you know, arresting people and obliterating people's lives. And just to note on um, what your comments were, um, I want you to know I just got off the phone with the great Jewel. I call her the <laughs> Jewel. Um, 
she, you know, she gave me a call. Unfortunately, she can't be, you know, here tonight with all of us, but she is, she is a fearless warrior. She is the best journalist on this case. She has been on this case when nobody else was. She has been writing incredibly, um, you know, uh, in-depth articles and, and doing a massive research. She is an incredible, incredible human being. I absolutely adore this woman. So <laughs> many of us do. She's good to so many of us. I love this woman. So many, so many could say good things about her. She's, she's so ridiculously nice, too. That's the other thing. Yeah. You know, as good as she is, as great an attack dog journalist as she is, she is just sweet. And I, I, yeah. I, I love her, too. Um, my wife's got a girl crush on her. They love they talk fashion <laughs> and all that. Um, well, and I, I think the thing you mentioned that scares me the most is they're not done. So I, yeah. I think uh, remind everybody again where to go and, and what to do to help. And, and I'm going to ask you, I'm going to look right in the camera right now and tell everybody it, it's good for you this Christmas to help these people out because they're being abused by the very system that we need to stop. So where can they go? What can they do? Uh, you can visit the Patriot Freedom Project dot com. You can see all the ways that you can uh, you know support our efforts you know, we're trying to assemble a, you know, a large mental health community. We have a great mental health community going. A lot of people are getting uh, free counseling, um, you know, through through Patriot Freedom Project. You know, there, you could see the ways you can help the families and also you could see the ways that you can help our lawyers. Please do. I, I'm just going to make it that direct. Please do, because we owe it to them. I, I, it's not that any of us believe that people who commit crimes should get away with them. But most of these people did not commit the crimes they are charged with, and that's a travesty. They and their families need your help. Cynthia Hughes, PatriotFreedomProject.com. Please go. Thank you so much for what you're doing. I know this takes up tons of your time. Uh, God bless you. Thank you. See you soon. Right on. This is Jim Hansen. We're going to be doing some more America First Radio after the break. This is America First, and I'm delighted to welcome our special guest host, Jim Hansen. And I'm happy to be here. We've got bumper music. We've got Two Tribes Go to War. That's pretty timely, considering our guest is Colonel Kurt Schlichter, the West Coast warlord to my East Coast warlord, and the author of the Kelly Turnbull series, of which Inferno is the latest. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to pull the book out. we got the cover up, brother. We believe you have a, a couple copies. Everyone else should have copies, too, because they're great books. They're fun. He shoots everybody. you got to love know. a main I, character who shoots everybody. I know. Some people are like, you should get your characters to solve problems by thinking. It's like, no. It's, it's no, so much easier to people. shoot people. Yes. I mean, seriously, you can talk to them, and maybe you convince them, and then they get their own ideas, or you shoot them and you move on. Exactly. That's the essence of fiction. And then the poor, poor encourager Leotra, right? It encourages the others to act exactly. the way you want them like to. Shoot an admiral or two, which of we course might. is always good for me. I you think know. we got. Don't we got to chuck them off the? We got to walk the plank. That's what we need. To I uh, 
You'll, you'll note I never tried to become a flag officer. Yeah, that was probably smart. That if I hadn't done conservatism, I could, I'd, I'd be pro- This is my 35th anniversary of going off to basic training today. Congratulations. The country and, thanks. A grateful nation thanks you for your I service. Would, I would probably be put, being put out to pasture as like a three-star. Well, I don't know if I could get to a three-star. You'd have, uh, you'd have angered someone, I think, along the way and, and caused a problem. Yeah, well, know. it was this whole conservative thing. Before the conservative thing, I was a superstar. Hey, here's a battalion. Hey, here's the <laughs> war college. Well, I'm going to write about conservative stuff. Oh, yeah, and then they started getting woke. All right, well, now let's talk about you had a You had a great column today that we were enjoying in one of our back channel chats with the kids that was about all the useless political tools who are going to grift for a year or two by running a, a campaign because they can't get real jobs. And, and yes. I just think this was a beautiful thing to point out before we get too far into it so we can embarrass them early. Look, there's there's two candidates. There's President Trump and Ron DeSantis. There are some guys who could be legitimate in another year. You're talking to Tim, Tim Ryan or Tim, Tim Ryan. Sorry, Tim Scott's or uh, Mike Pompeo's or whatever, and I don't think they have a huge chance, but I I, I, I don't burst into laughter. Asa Hutchinson? <laughs> he sounds like a grizzled prospector. <laughs> and he should probably stick to moonshining or something like that. He could be that guy too, right? Good old Mountain Dew. Um, but, yeah. but why, all right, is it just as simple as that? Is it because you can raise money and pay yourself and pay your friends and run your mouth and build your brand and maybe sell a few books and not have to work. They're not going to, they know they can't win, but that's what they're doing. I hope they know they can't win because if they do think they can't win, they're troubled, troubled people. Right. I mean, who, who's the guy? I mean, does Chris Sununu sit down and go, well, I've, I've added it up and why? Yes, I can sweep. Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania <laughs> with the Sununu power. Wait, who's telling you this? Did you hit your head? You know, that's just it, though. Yeah, the thing about political tools is they always have that little coterie of, of losers around yeah. them who are like, oh, you you the man. You can win. You can win. He, Chris Rock used to do a thing where he was talking when Jesse Jackson ran for mayor of Chicago. He's like, you can win, Jesse. You can beat Hale Washington. You know, there's somebody telling these people that. They may be that dumb, but I, I think it's closer to the fact that, you know, you, you get a TV contract out of it. You get your other things out of it. And then you get to get on the debate stage. You know, there's a lot of just narcissism. Well, the grift is super heavy with them. And yeah. uh, I just... You know, I, I, I'm, I'm just done with hacks. And if you read the column, which you should, I'm very mean to people like Christy Nome. And uh, why were you mean Chris to Christy? Christy. No- I like Christy Nome. I met Christy Nome. I like her. I think she yeah. should be our VP. I no. Why not? No. I didn't read the column. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. I do. You should read the column. No. I, 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 why would I have you on? I don't have to read the column. I have you. You got me. Look, Christy Nome is a giant cliche factory who does whatever the uh, Chamber of Commerce says. Oh, you know, boy. what's wrong with yeah, her? And it's just, I, I, and God, you know, I, I, ah, uh, I just can't. All I right. can't, and I won't. I demand more. I want quality. I want someone who can articulate an idea, who can get up on a stage and say something that's not a like twenty minutes of regurgitated pap. And All I've right. heard no, that's fair. We can radio. want that. I mean, and, yeah, the, the problem is deal. 
politicians are by and large people who are simply repackaged, you know, marketing yes. for their donors. And occasionally we get a Trump, you know, who yes. was he was his own machine. He, and we he, get a DeSantis. Trump is too you know. generous, let me tell you. Yeah. All right. Now, hold on. I want to I want to ask you not to. Is there anybody else you want to dump on? Because, I mean, there was some good well, dumping. I, mean, Chris, I, I read the Chris excerpts. Christie. Robbie Starbuck was giving the, the excerpts of your greatest hits on this column is why I didn't read it. I know, it. because it's amazing. I know. Look, I, look, I feel a special role in the conservative world. I'm the guy who doesn't give a damn. And, that's, tr- that's uh, true. And I'm just mean. And I'm mean for a purpose because I want to force these people uh, off the stage so they don't screw up 2024. 2024 needs to be about the Republicans' ideas for success. Not about, you know, Chris Sununu getting some more MSNBC hits. All right, hold on. I, since I have the comments from Robbie in my chat here, I can read. You, this oh. is from Kurt's column. You may wonder why sexy bohunk Larry Hogan feels the need to throw his fat into the ring, or why Chris Christie feels he must literally weigh in, or what deep-seated psychotic urges compel Liz Cheney to bark on another epic fail, or why any of these other total losers want to run. <laughs> that's yeah, that hashtag caring that's it that's what you bring caring. that's your brand brother yes i'm, per- I'm particularly mean to uh, liz cheney she is a horrible person and, and i mean you couldn't possibly person. be as mean to her as she deserves no it, it's impossible and uh i'm god if i hear a person who you know telling me i should put part a country above party when she's never served a day in uniform um nor any Cheney that I'm aware of. Uh, I may project a vomit. They they are okay? awful I'm not, good. I'm not like the chicken hawk guy. Yeah, yeah. But lady, if you want to step to me about patriotism, you better have a DD-214 or I'm going to smack you, figuratively. And I, I'm prone to, to fighting against the chicken like hawk argument that you have to serve to do that. But between her and her dad, oh, they, I mean... Uh, Big, big but dick you chain. Do have to, but you do have to serve if you want to tell me I'm not a patriot. There you go. Or, or even pay the price. And, and then you get the uh, you get the abuse in the column that she deserves as, as opposed to the horse whipping she'd get if she actually came at us. So I think that's fair. Um, yeah, she's, she, she's going to do it, too. You think she's going to run and think she's going to peel that, people off? very narrow, I hate Republican, Republican lane. That was like Evan McMuffin's lane, right? Last time around was he was the, I, I hate Trump so much and, and I kind of hate America, but at least McMuffin de- deployed overseas. And, and the best thing about him, and I'm, I'm sure you saw the picture, under the two big Saddam swords in Baghdad, he posed with his battle rattle on and a rifle and a, a vest and magazine stuffed and everything over his purple dress shirt. And I'm sorry, dude. You just said everything I need to know about you. Dude, can I borrow your gear? Because I need to take a hero picture. Because I might someday run for president. And I need something that makes me look like a warrior. Well, you you, you and I both uh, worked with uh, uh, people from some of those organizations overseas. And let's just call me distinctly unimpressed. Yeah, I... Uh... Distinctly disgustingly unimpressed was I more often than not. Every once in a while, we ran into somebody who knew what they were doing, but uh, more often than not, they were the McMuffins. Yeah, the McMuffins of the world uh, dominated that as well. So, all right, so is that, are we going to have all these Muppets on the debate stage for a while in the primary? 
Look, we have to make sure that we don't have any kamikaze candidates. And the Republican National Committee, uh, which I hope is not led by Rona McDaniel, because I, I, I think somebody's got to be fired for failing, and I think it's got to be her. Um, whoever's in charge of the RNC needs to say no. We're going to have, you must be this tall to ride this ride, okay? <laughs> so Kinziger's 15% out. 15% support. <laughs> must be this tall to ride on the debate stage. Definitely Trump should be on. DeSantis, they got the numbers. Uh, you know, Pompeo and the other ones. If Nikki Haley <laughs> manages to get it, I think she should be up there. Uh, she's not my favorite, obviously, but I think she's, uh, you know, within the range of uh, pseudo-serious Although she, I'd like to see her and Christy Nome fight it out in the cliche octagon. Nice to see who's more hack. Yeah, we can do that. You know, um, you know, I, I've never looked at her book covers, but there's a hundred percent chance there's a flag on it. <laughs> Guaranteed. All right. Well, hey, we are talking with Kurt Schlichter, author of Inferno and the rest of the Kelly Turnbull series. Which great Christmas presents. I'm pretty sure you can get Kurt to sign him or something else. Um, you can stick out after the break because I want to talk some more stuff. You got time? I've got time. All right. We will be back after the break with Colonel K. We're going to fix the Republican Party and America and maybe even planet Earth. America first with our very special guest uncle Jimbo it's Jim Hansen hey folks welcome back we are going to do some more with my good buddy Kurt Schlichter senior columnist for town hall whose column I uh, I read during the break no I didn't I don't have to read it you tell me about it. I feel bad about that dude you actually hung your head a little bit like I disappointed you uh, that's fair but I have I, read I, 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 I was sadder than I was sadder than a bulwark bride on her wedding night. <laughs> there it is, the obligatory Whoa. bulwark wedding reference. But I have bulwark read Inferno wedding. because I got a mention in it, and you sent me an early copy, and it was awesome. And lots of people got shot. So if you don't own enough Kelly Turnbull books or all of them, or have them to give to friends, buy them. Because Kurt's going to spend the money on an attack helicopter, and he and I are going to ride around and shoot seals off of not the navy seal type we might we might strafe them a little bit we won't shoot them but actual seal seals and then we'll eat the meat um but hey i want (laughs) to i don't know where that went i want to talk about the gop because we heard this week that they're doing kind of an election post-mortem um and and since it's coming from inside the gop i i you know the rnc i would be concerned that they're just going to be lipsticking the pig heavily you know, and telling us, oh, look how beautiful the pig is this time around. It'll win. You know, and Rona McDaniel, she's the one who can do it. But I heard something that gave me a little hope. Harmeet Dillon is going to run the review. And they added Blake Masters, who is is a guy who at least shares our base values. And I know you're not sure. He's a base he, guy. Yeah, but I, I know you're not sure that you can have uh, that big an effect from the losing side. Well, like, I, like, like we said in the uh, amazing Rumble chat, I don't see how a corpse can autopsy himself. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, he lost, look, he, 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 he didn't win. Right. And we're, we're trying to figure out why we didn't win. And I, 
I, I, I think he might be able to add some input, but I, I want the, the whole purpose of this action is to figure out how not to screw up again, because we did screw up. Our expectations were up here. Our performance was down here again. Full work wedding night. Um, and it was and fair to have expectations that high because it was almost a perfect storm of events yes. for us. You know, we're coming off an election. Nobody voted for Joe Biden. They voted against Donald Trump, however many actually did. And Joe Biden drove the country like Thelma and Louise right off the cliff. And so you, know, you had inflation, you had COVID lockdowns, you had everything bad that could happen happened. And we couldn't manage to seal the Senate. We, and we barely we squeaked by done. in the house. We, we got a little bit of it done, but we didn't run up the score. And we do need to know why. And I think there are lots of reasons. Uh, I think we need to look at voter uh, uh, ballot gathering versus influence operations. I think that mindset needs to change in certain venues. Uh, I think we need to look at the effect of Donald Trump. That's an issue. Uh, I think we need to look at the effect of a lot of candidates. I think we need to look at the effect of pundits. You know, I got wrong. I thought it was going to be a blue or red wave. Why did I get wrong? I, I need to do better. Well, uh, pollsters need to look at their stuff. Everybody needs to look at their stuff. And we need to be harsh and unrelenting like an AAR following an exercise, which you and I did in the military. And Those I, are brutal. I think, OK, it's, it's fair to say that we we missed the calls of, of everyone who thought it was going to be better. But that doesn't that's not why voters didn't come out. You know, voters didn't come no, that, out because we is, said we're going to win because oh, well, did, I, I voted as a victory expectations, lap. Did we raise expectations too high and keep people from coming out? I, I don't know the answer. I mean, that's a plausible possibility. Mm -hmm. um, right, I wanna, did, how do we do with independence? Do we turn off independence by being smug? No. I, I don't know what the answer is. And that's what we got to find out, because it's really important that we win in 2024 so we need to do the things consistent with winning which means figure out what not to do okay well let's let's talk about the the two the 800 pound gorilla and the uh, you know the mid-sized male who's trying to unseat him uh trump and desantis now one of the things that i heard a, a couple times this week that bugs me every time they say it is that desantis doesn't have Trump's baggage, and that's why he's good, but they'll go ahead and as soon as he's running and as soon as he's in the lead, they'll start making up stuff and they'll start smearing him, and that makes him just as dangerous as Trump to driving voters away. And I don't buy that because the difference is Trump's got a track record and people have a decision already made about him. You know, they know, love him or hate him, no one's going to change their mind about Trump. So you're with DeSantis, you have to create that and you're not going to be as successful when Trump's already there. So I don't think that's a good reason to not uh, have DeSantis be a viable candidate. No, I, I think the, the argument that uh, uh, you're referring to is essentially might as well do Trump because they're going to be mean to everybody. Right. Oh, oh OK. What happens when Trump doesn't run anymore? Do we stop? Yeah, and, um, and there's other upsides. That's part of the battlefield. I, I, I don't think that's. That's not a good argument. Um, look, Trump does have certain baggage. Trump also has certain positive attributes. He has a fanatically loyal following. Uh, he has a good record, uh, especially in light, generally good, in, in light of the forces he was facing. I mean, no one is no one was more successful with more stuff being thrown at it. But that being said, 
he's got a ceiling. There are just there's just a huge number of people who will never vote for him, and he needs to give us a plan where he wins Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Now right. he did in 2016, but you know what? That was eight years ago, or will be by the time of the election. Is that is that still a thing? And he had I Hillary. Be convinced. I, you know, he, I, I, he, I need a primary. Maybe maybe what we need then is if if Trump's going to be the guy, we need to make sure Hillary is the candidate because she was was just enough of a you know I mean enough people hate her. I've been hating Hillary since before it was cool, you know, and there were plenty oh, of people wow. there. I am second to none in my contempt for that. <laughs> Uh, shrill Harridan. Nice. Um, nice. You like that? That was a good one. Look, uh, it's going to, he's going to be running against Biden. I don't see Biden getting pushed out of the way. I thought Biden was, but after this election, now Biden's got delusions of mediocrity. I mean, <laughs> you know, he thinks, he thinks, he thinks this was a big win for him. Right. It was, he doesn't understand what I believe we're going to find, which is this was the Republicans losing. Not yeah, I think that's fair. And, and the thing is, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure he's going to be up to it. You know, we got a couple years and, and he's not running on full speed, hasn't been for a couple years. But oh, uh, certainly he could pull out. I just don't think there's any way he's going to pull out unless something dramatically changes. You know, maybe he gets an invisible friend. <laughs> um, you know, his invisible friend know. would be a, a young girl with fantastic smelling hair, wouldn't it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that treacherous no good what is it with these never trump guys and the young'uns you know it's, um, it's, a, it's a perverted thing well dude we're 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 running low and i want to pimp the book one more time do you want you want to sell your non-fiction book yeah, sure go get we'll be back the fallen rise of america it's great to also get your get base let's get no, a, we got your picture up we'll get my picture up next segment but yeah this is Kurt Schlichter will be back with the fall and rise of America. And that's a great that's book, my too. Finger, by the way. That he's pointing at you and he, he smells something. It's a great picture. But I, I think either that or the Kelly Turnbull that series. Get some Schlichter books. They are all outstanding, as is Kurt's devastating columnry at Town Hall. Um, always a pleasure, brother. All right. Thanks, man. Rock and roll. Right on. This is Jim Hansen. I am sitting in for Seb Gorka. And we've had a pretty lively show. I think we might talk to a few more of the people. So if you want to, if you got something you want to say, give me a call at 833 gorka 833-334-6752. Back after the break. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 